you're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Hi, welcome to B2B Revenue Acceleration. My name is Aurélien Mottier, and I'm here today with Jamie Shanks, CEO at Sales for Life. How are you today, Jamie? Fantastic. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure having you. The topic for today's episode is how to set up your business for the social world. But before we go into the, the details of the conversation, Jamie, we always ask a very simple question at the outset, which is, can you please introduce yourself as well as the company you represent, Sales for Life? Fantastic. So my name is Jamie Shanks. I'm the CEO of Sales for Life. And Sales for Life is a professional services firm that focuses on skills enablement and training. So our expertise is consulting and training sales leaders and sales professionals on a very specific topic called social selling. But ultimately, our real responsibility is pipeline creation powered by modern digital selling or social selling. Okay, that sounds it's definitely something that we are a lot about and lots of people are investing in social media, but it, it seems that it's also a bit of a world that people are still trying to understand, still trying to experiment. So I'm sure lots of our audience will benefit from the conversation today. On the side of, of running your company, you're also the author of two best-selling books on Amazon, which are titled Social Selling Mastery and Spear Selling. Both books made a great impact on readers with one of your books rated actually number one on Amazon at new release. So first of all, congratulations for that because that's that's a bit of an achievement. But going on to my question, how has the recognition for your best practices shown in this book been perceived by your readers? Well, I think that specifically Spear Selling, which is the new book that I wrote and it was published in January 2019, it was crafted because the world of social selling, people were confused. How do I use modern digital selling or social selling in an account based world? The reality is, The whole world can't be all of our customers. How do I focus in on a certain country or a vertical or a set named of accounts? And so it's based on our curriculum. Our training curriculum is called Social Selling Mastery. And the goal was to teach sellers how specifically, if you're going to select the most important tip, was how to select accounts based on competitive advantages rather than competitive disadvantages. And ultimately, okay. that's powered by relationships. That, that makes sense. And in terms of the processes that you are using or the way you go about the, the social platform you are using, the medium that you are using, would you say that it's mainly based on the type of persona that you are trying to target or more on the solution slash product that you are trying to sell? A great question. So the most important piece to modern digital prospecting is actually to develop a process autonomous of any solution. So you think through, what do I want to accomplish? What type of accounts would I want to find? How would I want to engage them? You draw out those ideas without a social media platform thought through in advance. Then you identify a platform that best communicates with your audience. So you're calling me from Europe. If I lived in Germany, as an example, I may use Zing as a tool to execute the very sales play that I designed. If I live in Dubai, I may use WhatsApp as a tool. The reality is the tool only is an accelerant and a mechanism to achieve communication 
communication medium or to achieve your research that you want to conduct, it is not social selling in itself. Okay. And I guess, as I mentioned in the introduction, we and I, and I like the, the title of your book, Social Selling Mastery, because it seems that it's uh, it, it's really something, it's an art that, that you need to, to know how to perform. And as I was saying, lots of people are doing lots of trials, and that's what we, we feel from our clients. What would you say are the key KPIs that you should measure? Because you know, there is audience, lots of people who are speaking about likes at the beginning of Facebook, if, if you've got, if you can engage your audience on Facebook, obviously. But what would you say are the key KPIs that our audience, if they are pushing social selling, should look at in order to well, make sure that not only they are using the right channel, but also they've got the right content on that channel? I think that I, I think where people get mistaken is they spend too much time thinking around the KPIs that are, are available within a social media platform, such as content yeah. sharing, likes, comments, shares. And in fact, we should be thinking of sales objectives that we're trying to achieve. So as an example, if your goal is to have one net new discovery call every week more than you're having right now, that's a sales objective. And thus, the KPI that we measure against is our ability to increase meetings and conversation. So for those listening on the call that might be marketers or might be enablement leaders or even sales leaders, do not focus on the ability to measure what's in front of your face inside a social media mm-hmm. platform. Think about what achieves a sales objective for yourself and then execute an ability to measure that very, those very activities that highly influence sales objectives. So glad to hear you saying that as a response to my question. It's uh... It's refreshing because sometimes I want to say that it's frustrating, but it's it you can have a frustration when it seems that social media or social selling campaigns, should I say, are actually measured on the rich. And the rich is great, but it's a little bit like if you are doing an I guess an emailing campaign. You could send an email to a million people, but if nobody responds to you, that's great. You've emailed a million people. But if you've got no response, what's the point? It's probably better to send an email to one person and get them to respond to it rather than reaching a million and not having the right message for them. Not only from a sales perspective, but potentially from a brand perspective, because that probably means that your message is stronger, more tailored. As I said, I'm glad you gave that answer because it's, it should be all about conversion and sales. So that, that's great. Moving on to your, your YouTube channel. So we took a good look at uh, Sales for Life. And we came across a lot of videos where you are sharing insight and tips through webinars and, and, and speaking about your experience. You have thousands of subscribers and great feedback on your videos. What would you say are the tip that you would give to people, companies who would like to create their own online presence and get into the social selling atmosphere? Great question. Ultimately, whatever business you're in, you're creating subject matter expertise and intellectual property. Companies want to hear best practices, pitfalls, challenges, the ability for you to document these, whether they're in video format or they're in a written blog or you're hosting a webinar or you're hosting a podcast like we're on right now, is creating a schedule to be able to dispense that knowledge out into the the marketplace. And the simplest way to do this is to start with a blog. That's where a lot of companies usually start. And the best way to start that, we call it the insights committee. And this is where key sellers within an organization 
will actually talk into a video camera about pitfalls and challenges and best practices they're hearing in the market. They're basically going to tell customer stories. And then you record that message and you hand it to somebody to do speech to text. And now all of a sudden you take all that intellectual property from the seller's minds, you put it into written form and you get it out into the market. And yep. companies love reading it because it's you know the voice of the customer. Sellers love sharing it because it comes from them. It's the simplest way you can get started is just take all of the ideas that are in your head and actually record them. Because most companies live in a vacuum. They don't actually learn as much as they should on a topic. And that's your job is to teach Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so great tips, actually, something that we should apply to ourselves. So uh, my next question would be more about my theory of questions is more around the evolution of social media. Okay, so uh, for example, social media a long time ago, when for, as an individual for myself was was MySpace, and then you moved on to Facebook, and now Facebook is not cool anymore. So people keep keep on moving, and I think Instagram is is kind of the new platform in a way. And in the middle, you've got things like Twitter, Snapchat, and everything. So the the way people are communicating seems to be evolving. We used to post about ourselves and put some comments and comments on other people, and now it's all about putting a picture and liking the pictures and changing the media. So you've been doing what you've been doing for for seven years now, and and I would say that a lot has changed since 2012. So how do you see yourself and your company progressing with social media and keep on thriving through that medium in getting your word out. Yeah, and there's two places where we it's interesting as social media evolves, what hasn't been solidified is strategy and leadership around it. So those are those are the two places that my company is doubling and tripling down on helping. The reality is as well there's hundreds of things you could do on social media platforms. We're not distilling it. I think that the world of social selling training hadn't done a great job of properly distilling it down to executable sales plays that not only a seller could could execute, goes from strategy to execution, but more importantly, how frontline sales managers could coach towards it and turn it into coachable moments. So in fact, the platforms keep moving and people adjust what platforms they're on. Where we're focused is let's actually develop a universal roadmap of what the strategy should be. Remember, we talked about sales plays. It's a process, yeah. not, a, not a platform. So what we're trying to do is define the exact processes that no matter what happens on any particular social media platform, you could just adjust the platform of choice to use around the process. And then you could also teach a coach, a frontline sales manager, a second line sales manager to actually look for what we would call green flags and red flags. People are doing the right activities. People are not doing the right activities. So that's how we're addressing it is I think let the world keep moving in the way it is, but yeah. turn these into coachable moments. Yeah. Okay. I like the response as well on that one because I think it's uh, it's an interesting way to look into it. And and you are right, you can't stop the evolution of the platform. So those 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 coachable moments are are quite a, an interesting concept as well. If we look at it now, not from the company with trying to get on the social selling strategy and trying to get out their message for social selling, but if we look at it from the end user perspective, 
what, what I see myself from prospecting, and, and I would say using social media as an entrepreneur, as a salesperson, I would use, for example, LinkedIn to send message to people, okay, that I want to reach out to. I would say that LinkedIn was probably one of the best tools five years, six years ago in terms of reaching out to people, and the response rate was pretty good. And now I see the response rate going lower. And I'm using the same message. I would like to believe that I'm still sending the right information. I'm sending pertinent, tailored information to the people I'm trying to reach out to. But my question is, from your perspective, how do you see the end user consuming social media? How do you see them uh, do you see them changing? Do you see them getting fed up about a specific platform or a specific way of being engaged with? I definitely see that more and more sellers are leveraging tools like LinkedIn to communicate with customers instead of using their email platform. But mm -hmm. the ones that are being very successful are actually rethinking their messaging completely. And where they're rethinking their messaging is instead of using the written word, by typing a message to a prospect, what they're doing yeah. is making videos. And they're using free and available video tools that allow them to not only humanize themselves, the seller, uh, but also synthesize all kinds of best practices in short 30 to 60 second videos. And they could teach customers things they don't already know. They could show new ideas because 85% of people are visual learners. It just makes sense. And so the ones that are really successful, are still using tools like LinkedIn, which are getting busier and busier. You know, there's almost like yep. five or 600 million users on it right now, but they're using the power of video to be unique, to be bold and different in front of the customer. So basically using the same medium, but changing the actual content. But changing the actual content. And video, as we all know as consumers, is becoming more and more important in society for communication. So they're just using what naturally the customer is consuming anyways, which is videos. I've got to be honest with you. I actually gave some companies a meeting not so long ago after receiving a video. And I saw that it was a very smart way. And it was different. And also you, you kind of feel closer to the person because you actually see them. Yes. And that's definitely something that is valuable. And I did fall in the trap. So, so I got, it's not a trap. It was a very well-built message and a nice person delivering that message. And that guy seemed to be very passionate about what he was doing. And he was able to explain to me while looking at me kind of in the eyes through my computer with a lot of passion that we should engage. And I felt that it was the right thing to say yes to him. And I think we've got a call tomorrow or something like that. So it's definitely working. Now, you mentioned that there is some free platform. Can you just mention the name of this platform so, so, so maybe our audience can have a look at them? Yeah, the tool that I like to use is by a company called Vidyard, and the tool is called GoVideo. It's a Chrome extension, a Google Chrome extension. You could download it and use it on your computer right now. Mm, wonderful. Well, I should definitely take a look at that. Sounds like something that we should try again. Lots of good tips and, uh, and insight in the conversation today, Jamie. One thing that we also do at the later stage of the conversation, which we are getting into now, is to ask you, what is the best way for our audience to get in touch with you? Some of the people listening to the podcast may want to have a quick call with you to discuss their the social selling strategy. They may want to get more information or potentially use your services. So what is the best way for them to get in touch with you, Jamie, or with your team? 
The best way to get a hold of me is actually through LinkedIn. They can message me on LinkedIn anytime, or you could email me at jamie at salesforlife.com, and I'm happy to help your audience. Well, it was to have you on the show today, Jamie. Thank you so much Thank for having much. me. Operatics has redefined the meaning of revenue generation for technology companies worldwide. While the traditional concepts of building and managing inside sales teams in-house has existed for many years, companies are struggling with a lack of focus, agility, and scale required in today's fast and complex world of enterprise technology sales. See how Operatics can help your company accelerate pipeline at operatics.net. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.